0: Welcome back. Nothing important, Matt Reyes. Yesterday's episode, you might have noticed. You possibly listened to it today. You understand how the fucking time thing works. I make an episode and I upload it the next day. I try to do one every day, ladies and gentlemen. Last episode that was uploaded, singing in the goddamn rain, my baby was sleeping. So I had to have the rain on in the background. It was artificial. It was not real. It was make-believe, pre-recorded. Audio effect from the speakers of my television in my bedroom. Today, it's actually raining outside. And I love it when it fucking rains. I love when it actually rains. I love it so much when it actually rains that when it's not raining, I like to play the sound of rain on my TV. Already said that, redundant. We're gonna continue moving, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing today? It is Thursday. It's motherfucking Thursday. Thursday can mean a lot of different things depending on where you are in your life. Thursday could be thirsty Thursdays. Listen, I had a lot of thirsty Thursdays in every conceivable way. I've had thirsty Thursdays where I was thirsty. I wanted to go out and get some libations to get some spirits, some wines to put in my goddamn system. Why? Because I was thirsty on another level, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to go out and get inebriated so that I could go on the hunt. For young ladies, that was a part of my life once upon a time. Those were my thirsty Thursdays. I'm talking about the past. You know what that brings up? Throwback Thursdays. Throwback Thursdays. It's a day for nostalgia. Maybe you're in a point in your life where you can't go out and act thirsty. You can't go out there and put all types of alcohol in your system so that you can be more comfortable in your pursuit. You're thirsty ass looking for some vagina or some dick, or whatever the fuck you into, no judgment, it's the Nothing Important Podcast, it ain't important to me. What I'm saying is you might not be at that point in your life, and so what you have, like myself, on a beautiful Thursday, is to throw it back, man. Pause, pause, you don't throw it back, I don't throw it back. (laughs) Throw back the memories, instead of throwing back some shots. Remember some beautiful, nostalgic, emotionally tied moments of your life, that'll make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to live in the past, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like to live in the future. I like to live in the present, but you have to project. You have to plan for the future, and you also have memories. It's uncontrollable. These things will come rapid fire into your brain. It's a part of life. What I like to do when I do look at the past and reflect on the past is reflect on the positive. There's no reason that you should be sitting around moping, meditating, on the negative, on your mistakes, on your embarrassments, on your shortcomings, on the things that didn't work, get up and try a motherfucking again, baby. Uh. It is Thursday, beautiful Thursday, beautiful rain. Everything's good in the world for me, and I'm for that. I'm very grateful. I am very grateful that everything in my world is working out. That's not the reality for everybody on the planet. If you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what problems you think you have. I don't know what problems you believe that you have, but you don't have problems. If you have the ability to listen to this podcast right now, you do not have problems. And I I always think the greatest medicine in the 21st century, 2023, in particular in America within these amazing 50 states, The greatest remedy for this self-perceived depression or anxiety or stress that you may be going through is to zoom out, take yourself out of your bubble, your insulated bubble, the life that you know, the people that you around your circle, your work environment, your home environment, your financial situation, your health situation, zoom out and adopt a global perspective. There's some horrible things happening right now and they're not happening to you. I was watching footage on Reddit of this earthquake that happened. I believe it hit a couple places, but I was watching particularly footage of Syria. And this earthquake was horrible. And the footage, you know, I like to sometimes, I did it with the Chile wildfire situation. I'll clip up a little bit of the footage and I'll throw it on my Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast on Instagram, go check it out. I'll throw it on my Instagram uh, to kind of just Show what's going on. Give some perspective. Not in a in a in a way that to, to want something in return. More so to provide value to individuals who think they have problems. Look what's going on in Chile right now. Chile has horrible wildfires. People are running for their lives, and you know there's some assholes that are even uh, taking video because that's what we do in in, in the modern era. <laughs> Death is at your doorstep, but I need a fucking captured. I need this for my Facebook. All that being said. The stuff that I saw about this earthquake in Syria, I can't put that footage up. I don't got the gut, I don't have the stomach to be able to put this footage up. It's, it's, it's really, it's rough. It's rough what's happening. I've seen more than one video of families under the, under the rubble, under the wreckage, under rocks and stones and pieces of building and other people trying to come to their rescue In the wake of this horrible event, lifting these stones and, you know, they don't have uh, construction machines to go and take these, you know, these buildings that are falling apart and and look for people. They're using their bare hands. And as they're doing so, I've seen more than one video. uh, Thank God this is a blessing in a horrible situation. But I've seen more than one video of children, babies that were under this wreckage and this rubble being recovered from these ashes, literal ashes. And it is heart-wrenching, and it is uh, difficult to understand. I I feel like in this life, we spend a lot of time meditating on the evils of humanity and the pain that we inflict on each other, uh, the power dichotomies, the consequences of just a narrow-visioned, capitalist society, the uh, effects that we have to be honest with ourselves about of consumerism. And we concentrate so much on the negative contributions of human beings that we forget that life is hard regardless. Life is always going to be difficult. And a situation like this gives a lot of light to it. This is a, a, a natural disaster. It's an earthquake it is an act of God, and we witness uh, in horror p- people with privilege, like myself, have to get to witness in horror what other people are suffering through at this very moment. And it it it, it should do nothing else because there's no, there's no way, I mean, besides you can go and donate and you can do all those other things, but there's really no way for you to extend your hand and actually help these people in the moment, at very least draw value from this And don't continue to harp on whatever negativity that you're meditating on. There's real problems out there. There's real problems. I really do believe when you are blessed and you find ways through that blessing to meditate on negativity or always see the bad and always see the problem. It's like you're disrespecting the blessing. These people that are over there that are are dead or their loved ones are dead. Or they're dying, or they're trying they're in badly injured in their homes and their cities or ruined because of this, this act of mother nature. These people they pray for a life like you have. And a lot of times the people who are in that life, they can't see their blessing, they can't see their fortune, they can't see how good they fucking got it. So really, anytime you feel anxiety or depression, Zoom out and understand globally There's some horrible fucking things that are going on I sound like a dad right now This is what dads tell kids When they throw the food on the ground They're starving children around the world You're being ungrateful Yes, this is a very, you know it, it, This, this t- frame of trying to impart a different perspective On an individual has been done to death Correct It is a little bit used up Does not take away from its validity It does not take away from its youth, usefulness, its truth, its power, that perspective, man. It could cure a lot of your ills. It can cure a lot of your negativity, could cure a lot of your depression. Maybe you're just paying attention to the wrong things. You're paying attention to everything you want that you don't have. And you're not looking at what you got. And you're not looking at what other people would kill for the deceit that you're in. You understand what I'm saying? Be grateful, ladies and gentlemen. Horrific, horrific footage. If you got a fucking surgeon's gut, if you got that type of su- uh, stomach, if you could stomach that type of shit, you go look it up and Jesus, man, it's horrible. I saw, like I was saying previously, I saw a couple of videos where they, they actually recovered a couple of children and it was like out of a fucking movie. They're removing stuff off of this family and it's like a, a, a father who's laying on top of his child. And he actually saved his kid, but the father died because he took the impact and the kid is under him and they take the kid out and the kid is somehow still conscious and in shock and bloody. It's a little kid, it's a little toddler and They take that kid out and they're just all praying to their God and saying, thank God this kid is alive. Thank God this kid is alive. His father was just on top of him dead. He he, he, he took death for his son and it's, it's tragic and it's beautiful in the same, you know, the same breath. Saw another piece of footage, very similar situation, where they're removing wreckage off of this family. And this one was a mother. And there was an older child that was dead next to the mother. And the baby was under the mother. The mother covered the baby. And the baby lived. And the baby was in shock as well. And the baby had a clump of the mother's hair in uh, the baby's hand. It was, it was holding on to the mother's hair. So even when they removed the baby, he still had that hair in his hand. And, um, you know, as a parent, that's just, it's horrific It is horrific I don't watch this at all from an entertainment standpoint I don't watch it from a profitability standpoint Yes, I did just say you can draw some value from this in perspective It's not why I watch it I watch it really for a sense of awareness Because I don't want to, after these things are going on on the world and On planet Earth These horrible things I don't want to walk around being a pompous, unknowing Unaware asshole At the opportunities In front of me I don't want to be unaware At how grateful I should be How blessed that I am How happy I should be Because I am so abundant In things that people That reality is so far away from them And not even just In the the very stereotypical way to look at it It's to corrupt government Or you know, it's oppression Or it's war Or it's racism Or you understand what I'm saying? Not in those ways, but just by nature. By the laws of nature. Some people don't... It's beyond their grasp to have a life like mine. And for that very reason, that's why I watch to expand my horizon past what I see in my everyday life. And to walk with a sense of gratitude. And to be a better person because of that. It's so important every fucking day. And this is something that has been exacerbated since I've been a parent. It's something that I've... um Made more of a conceited effort. I put more consciousness and focus on bettering myself as a human being since I've had a child. I I consider myself a pretty decent guy before I had a kid. I would like to say so myself. But when you have a child, you love differently and you learn love again. The first time you learn love is with your parents. If you're fortunate to have your parents. I had my mother in my life. That was the first love that I learned. And then my siblings, and then you grow, and you you know you fall in love with women or men or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? There's a course of action where you learn different types of love. There's nothing that's comparable to when you have a child, the love that I feel for my child, and what that taught me, and how it caused me to get out of myself and get away from myself for a moment. The entirety of my life previously, it was a pursuit for self, whether I wanted to believe that or not. It was viewing the world through the, the lens of my life, which is extremely limiting. It was viewing all of my actions in want of a reaction that was profitable to self, whether I wanted to look at it that way or not. And once I had a child, it's like all of a sudden I reversed and all I wanted, all I wanted was to do for my child. And it woke something up where now I have more of a conscious Focus on bettering myself Because that love Opened me up And, and this, this it, it may not be Understandable for people that don't have children I think you can grasp it lightly But for people that do have children I know you understand what I'm saying Your love for your child will teach you love In a way that you never felt it And it will make you more compassionate Understanding people. I'm not saying forgiving. I'm not saying you're going to be a nicer person. I'm not saying the competition stops. I'm not saying you don't have to, you know, compete in this world and get resources and win. I understand all those things are very, very true. And it does amplify those factors as well. You want to provide for your child. You want to be successful. You want to win. Correct. But at the same time, you it broadens your understanding of humanity and you become more considerate and understanding of people and more tolerant. And it did so for me. And watching footage like I watched and, you know, taking into consideration this new focus that I have on bettering myself, it just amplifies that. It. it amplifies that. I don't want to be a person who's walking around ungrateful. I don't want to be a person who's walking around bitter, angry. I want to be positive. I want to be moving forward. I want to be growing. I want to be building with my energy. And I really think anybody that's listening If you're looking for advice If you're not looking for advice If you just like the way my fucking voice sounds If you got a little fucking crush on me Whether you're a man or a girl You're a reptilian Whoever the fuck is listening right now Take into consideration this This is important This is fucking important Nothing important podcast This is the contradiction right here This is important You should You should You should Use your energy to build Use your energy to be positive positive make conceited efforts, make conscious efforts toward projecting more good because you have to really consider the facts. The evil is already accounted for. The bad, the pain, the suffering, it's already accounted for. It's going to happen. It is a part of life. There is no utopia coming. There is no salvation coming, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to come at anybody's in particular religion, their faith, their spiritual methodology. I'm not saying any of that. What I am saying is part of this human reality, this human universal existence that we are experiencing is pain, it is suffering, it is loss. In a perfect life, part of life is death and that's gonna always hurt, whether it's you, whether you're witnessing it, whether it's a loved one, pain is already written in the story, it's written in the stone. What you can control is how you use your energy. Do you want to be somebody who is breaking people down? Do you want to be somebody who is causing pain? Do you want to be somebody who is negative? On the other side of that, do you want to be somebody who is seeing the world that way? Do you want to be somebody who only sees devils around every corner, doesn't trust anybody, takes everything to extreme offense, has no consideration For maybe somebody else's different personality Only interprets things as a horrible negative Do you want to be that Do you want to be a force of negativity Or do you want to build Do you want to consider that Maybe somebody is having a bad day And they try to take it out on you But you don't got it that bad It's no reason for you to stoop down To the level of the person That is trying to You know what I'm saying Outside of somebody coming and smacking you in your mouth I think everybody should learn a little bit more tolerance I'm not saying allow yourself to be bullied But let's be real, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be fucking real, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people are ready to wish death on individuals because of differences of opinions or because of an insult with words. We got to get a little bit tougher. We got to gain a more broad perspective. We have to develop as a people and not only from a societal standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, because what is the point? Of us continuing to go forward And build on this great nation And build this country And provide for its citizens And keep on fighting for equality And keep on fighting for our citizens And keep on fighting for progression What is the point of all that If we can't see how fucking good we got it It's gotta be something man It's gotta be something to wake us up Am I on my motherfucking soapbox I think so ladies and gentlemen If you think I'm the new Martin Luther King You a fucking idiot you a motherfucking idiot. On a Monday, I'll talk about uh, ass and titties. I'll talk about dick and balls. On a Tuesday, I'll talk about sports. On a Wednesday, I'll talk about nonsense. And on a Thursday, I'm Martin Luther King. You see what I'm saying? I do it all, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing important. pocket. Don't take me too motherfucking serious. What else could we talk about? Let me lighten up the goddamn mood. Because I don't like to do that. Life is serious, right? Everybody has responsibilities. Everybody. Has responsibilities, right? Um, That's not true. Um, (laughs) You know, I got to give it up to people who knew from the jump. Like, everybody wants to judge a homeless guy. Everybody wants to judge a homeless guy. And it could be for whatever reason. You could judge the homeless guy because it makes you feel better about your life. You could judge him because that's what you do when you disagree with somebody's actions. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? To not work to a bettering society. I've worked so hard. You're not working hard. I'm going to judge you. Whatever reason people want to judge a homeless person. But there's a lot of people who like to judge homeless people. They like to judge bums. I respect the homeless person. For knowing from the jump. That they wasn't going to do shit. You know what I'm saying? I respect the fuck out of that. Like who's worst. Right? Because these are both realities in life. There's people who... At 19, 20 years old, they try heroin and they try crack or maybe it's even weed that got them on that corner. If that is, that's a weak ass person. But there's people that try, you know, a little bit of alcohol and that they, they get content with that emotional state of being. They get content where they're fucking at. They're like, this is good enough for me. I don't need a house. I don't need a shower. I don't need a girl. I'm going I'm to get a dog. The dog is going to love me. The dog is going to lick my nuts when nobody else is watching. And I'm going to stand in the corner. I'm going to sit in the corner. I'm going to get a cardboard sign. I'm going to make some money. And I'm going to keep on getting high on that motherfucking supply of whatever got me to that emotional state of being. There's people at 19, 20 years old that make that decision and they stick to it. They commit to it. That's a reality. On the other side, there's people who apply concepts. A lot of concepts that society provides for you. Says says, uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Focus. Work hard. Go get the degree. Take out the student loans. Joe Biden's going to forgive him. Is he going to forgive him? There's a lot of people that take that route. You know what I'm saying? And they go. And it doesn't even have to be from academia standpoint. It could be from you know following your dream. It could be from uh, joining the army. Whatever it is. Whatever it is in a motherfucking... There's a mil- million ways to die in America. There's a million ways to waste your life. But there's a lot of people that take that other route and they apply all of the principles and the philosophical, universally consensus, agreed upon ideals that would make you successful. You know, what all the rich people say, they don't say nothing about them conning hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people with shitty products or fake religions. They don't say nothing about that, that part of, you know, making money. But they tell you, if you work hard and you apply yourself and you study and you focus, you'll make money, right? But for all the people that do that, and it doesn't, Work out, because, ladies and gentlemen, that is a reality for a large part of the population. It's a reality for most people who are going after what they're going after. Failure, not because they gave up. They don't. They don't make a movie about the guy who did everything right. That on paper, everything was going well. On paper, he was doing everything everybody told him to goddamn do, and it still didn't goddamn work out. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> now. Think about that. Consider that that's a lot of people. So was that homeless guy wrong? You know what I'm saying? I don't what I'm saying here is I don't judge nobody. I don't judge nobody for what the fuck they decide to do. I don't judge nobody for the actions that they commit to in their life. If they want to sit on their fucking ass and shoot heroin up, that's their choice. It the other guy who goes and pursues and gets the degrees and works really hard And makes himself knowledgeable and fails anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? He did what he wanted to do either. I'm not going to judge that motherfucker either. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, sometimes things just don't work out. Sometimes things just do work out. I don't think we should critique or judge people based off of their decisions. Because life is life. The only thing we all have is our free will. It's the only thing we fucking have. You know what I'm saying? Thunder could come strike and kill you ass tomorrow. You don't know how much time you have. You don't know how much freedom you have. Most Americans don't know how little freedom they have. Most people don't know. You know what I'm saying? All that we really have is a choice of what we decide to do. You know, if, if you're privileged enough to have that. And so I only critique people based off the, the true freedom that we have. Taking it back to the beginning of the motherfucking podcast... Are you being positive or are you being negative? Are you being a force and a contributor toward positivity or are you being a sourpuss? Are you crying? Are you angry about your circumstance? Are you complaining? Are you depressed? Are you having anxiety? Are you under a building right now with a dead family around you being pulled out of the rubble? No, you're not. So gain some perspective. Remember, on the, on the other hand, of that same scenario, Don't be a person who is looking at the world as it is completely evil. Like you can't trust anybody. Like everybody's out to get you. That is being a force toward the negative as well. I think you guys got the fucking point. Let's read some goddamn news. You know what I'm saying? I like to do that. Let's see what's on the news. I always say read some news. It's always bullshit that they put on my Google. But, you know, I'm here for it. I'm here for it all, ladies and gentlemen. What's the first story? Let's see algorithm. You with me? Bulls versus Nets game preview I've been talking about basketball a lot We're going to skip ahead People exposed to fubbing By their romantic partner Are less satisfied With their romantic relationship Let's click that That's a nice little click bait You know what I'm saying Valentine's Day around the corner I've been in a relationship for nine years um, Am I happy? <laughs> uh, let's see People exp- I, don't, I don't know what fubbing is either People exposed to fubbing by their romantic partner Are less satisfied with their romantic relationship An online survey in Turkey Already a bad start Found that people who are more exposed To partner fubbing Okay, here's the definition of fubbing Partner fubbing Being ignored by their partner Who was focused on their phone That's what that's called, fubbing Ignoring somebody with your phone That's just a way of That's a universal way of being in 2023 Um, But people who are exposed to partner fubbing, being ignored um, because somebody's on their phone, are less satisfied with their romantic relationship and see its quality as lower. Okay, we're going to exit out of this story because somebody who wrote that article, I don't know who wrote the article. I'm not going to scroll down lower to see that, but I know the name of the guy that wrote the article is Captain Motherfucking Obvious. No fucking shit, Sherlock. Um, another basketball, not going to do that one Even though it's about LeBron James LeBron, LeBron James They just made some incredible trades I said I'm not going to fucking talk about basketball Mo Bamba, Harlem Harlem going to Hollywood Holla at me All right, Demna on the record The Balenciaga designer On the brand's controversy And his path forward If nobody's familiar with that is alluding to Because I'm not going to click on that shit They're talking about Balenciaga who was in the news for about two and a half weeks, surprisingly not very fucking long, because they had some ad campaign, little kids with BDSM teddy bear backpacks. And uh, it was stated that this was like fashion trying to accept sexual abuse of children and all this other stuff. You know why I'm not informed by this? I'm a parent, Um, I'm not perfect. I am not perfect as a human being. I don't do my homework on everything. And a lot of times, my dumb dad brain can't focus on something if it's not meaningly in the realm of my interest. And you got to understand something about me. I am from Harlem. Stereotypically Harlem dudes, they like to dress clean. They like to dress nice. Fashion is a big part of their life. I'm an individual. I'm from Harlem through and through. I grew up in Washington Projects, East Harlem. I'm as Harlem as it fucking gets. I'm sure that I was chipping off paint, lead lead poison paint and drinking whatever type of fucking mind altering chemicals was in the tap water. I'm sure that I'm a victim of all this if you know not only just thinking about the fucking crack that's in my veins from the crack epidemic. You have to think about this. I'm as Harlem as they get, but I'm an individual, ladies and gentlemen. I never been into fashion. It's not my thing. Not to say that I don't like to look nice. Not to say that I don't like when people look nice. But fashion to me is like white t-shirt gray sweatpants air max trench coat pick your color dad hat that's it that's why i don't get into balenciaga um hopefully they figure out what the fuck was going on with that because those pictures didn't look good super bowl kicks off pivotal month for barstool sports ceo but they have a picture of a a, a late okay so Barstool Sports CEO Erica Ayers, she's the CEO of Barstool Sports. Okay, because the owner and the found, the founder is uh, Dave Portnoy. Everybody knows Dave Portnoy. One bite, everybody knows the goddamn rules. Guy from Boston, came down to New York. His palate impeccable. I got to I got to give that the, the guy his credit. Um, when I first started watching his pizza reviews, I was like, this is bullshit. He's smart, real respect, real, gangster respect, gangster, it was a great idea, but I thought it was bullshit, just because I'm prejudiced, just because I am from New York City, and you know, he's a Boston guy, I assumed, for whatever reason, in my arrogant brain, that New York taste buds, our palate was different, and we had on our tongue, you know, different receptors to be able to... You know, tell you what the best pizza is. So I was a little bit offended. I was like a Boston guy doing pizza reviews. What the fuck is going on here? But it was entertaining. So I kept on watching. And after you watch something long enough, it doesn't matter how impervious you are to influence. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you will be influenced sooner or later. He had a a pizza review in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta. And it was for a place called Antico's. And he gave Antico's a very fucking high score. For the last two of my girl's birthday, excuse me, my girl's last birthday and my last birthday, we went to Anticos. Cause goddamn, Dave Portnoy was fucking right, he was correct. So I'm kind of on his side, whatever. You know, he sold me on that. First impressions, last impression. He took a couple of bites of the goddamn pizza. He'll lie in your damn face. I'll tell you that. He'll lie in your fucking face. He said one bite. Everybody knows the rules, and he takes more than one bite. He takes more than one bite. But Anticos, holy shit antico's is the shit so you know i respect uh his taste for pizza let's see what else is fucking going on apple co-founder and they just call him waz he's the god he don't even you know you don't even that's like when you do you talk about jay-z you don't even call him jay-z you don't call him sean you call him hove this is you know what i'm saying it's white hove apple co-founder waz Hits out at dishonest Elon Musk for misleading Tesla buyers. Not getting in between that beef because I have an IQ that is ant like in comparison to either of those individuals. Um, Brooklyn woman tried to kill lookalike with poisoned cheesecake. Jesus Christ, I'm clicking on that one. Uh, (laughs) Got it. You got to get on that one. You know what I'm saying? That's in my psyche. I'm from New York. Brooklyn is very famous for cheesecake. Um, I'm drawing a blank here, but there's a place right when you get into Brooklyn. Where the fuck is this name, this place? Jesus Christ, I've been, in, I've been out of New York too goddamn long. I was just trying to come at a guy from Boston because he's doing pizza reviews. I'm from New York. I can't even talk about the most famous cheesecake place in New York. It's in Brooklyn. There's also one on 42nd Street. I can see it in my fucking mind's eye. What is the name of it? Um... Anyway, let's see if this is where it was. So, New York City, a woman was found guilty of trying to kill her lookalike with a poison cheesecake in New York. This is some chat GBT shit. I'm starting to think these stories are fake. I'm starting to... She kills her lookalike with a poison cheesecake? All right, let's read it. Brooklyn woman, Victoria Naskrova. Okay, it just became real. She's Eastern European. Uh, Stole the victim's identification after giving her cheesecake laced with uh, finazepam, a type of tranquilizer. Back in August 2016, Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz said she was convicted of attempted murder charges and faces up to 25 years in prison. The jury saw through the deception and the schemes of the defendant. Okay, so, so far... You know, you didn't hear the, the fucking doom, doom, bum bum bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum, but that's what the fuck is going on here. It's a Hollywood script, takes place in New York, Law & Order, we've all binge-watched the shit out of that show, doesn't matter what fucking version, Criminal Intent, Law & Order SVU, it's all amazing. You, you can predict it down to a goddamn T and they still trick you every time, incredible formula, similar to the story, it's making me think it's fake again. Beside the fact that the lady's name is Victoria Nasakrova, uh, you know that sounds feasible. But so far in this plot created by ChatGPT, there is a Eastern European or Russian woman, um, and she had a lookalike, and she fed her cheesecake with finazepam, which is a tranquilizer, and she did so to kill the woman and steal her identity. Cause it's that real ladies and gentlemen You see synchronicities They happen all the goddamn time I opened the podcast talking about You don't know how good you fucking got it You don't know how good you fucking got it This bitch Victoria She flew in from fucking Russia Or Ukraine or wherever the fuck she's from And she's ready to make it as an American By any means possible She's finding bitches that slightly look like her And feeding them finazepam And delicious cheesecake It's incredible It's incredible the jury, thank God, they saw through the deception in the schemes of defendant. She laced a slice of cheesecake with a deadly drug so she could steal the victim's most valuable possession, her identity. If this is not already being submitted for an episode of Law & Order, God damn it. Somebody get on it. Fortunately, her victim survived and the poison led right back to the culprit. What? What did she fucking suck her blood? Um, I, I I get what they were trying to do, but that's bad writing. Uh the defendant deserves to be held accountable for her crime with a long term of incarceration. Nazakrova, now 47, went to Forest Hills, Queen's home. Uh went to the Forest Hills Queen's home of the victim with the cheesecake on August 28, 2016. The women both had dark hair, the same skin complexion and other physical traits. They both had uh double D titties. Um, This is just for me, ladies and gentlemen They also both spoke Russian God damn it, I'm right I'm right, I'm good, I can't help it Synchronicities, but it's also some talent, ladies and gentlemen The bitch was Russian The victim, then 35, dug into the cheesecake But then felt sick and laid down Her last memory before passing out Is seeing Nazakrova walking around the room This is fucking terrifying The victim was found the next day by one of her friends. She was dressed in lingerie, lingerie? which well, Jesus Christ, with Fenazipan pills scattered around her. This is fake, but I'm getting a fucking woody. Holy shit. A uh, scene meant to convince investigators that the victim tried to kill herself in lingerie. I like that. Um when the victim returned home from the hospital, she found that her passport, her employment authorization card, her cash, and her gold ring were missing. Holy fucking shit. I want that to be so real. I want that to be so real. I don't believe it's real, but I really want that to be so real. They need to make that into a fucking episode of Law and Order. I will get the lotion out and I would stroke it long and soft and uh, I, I won't do it fast. I don't want to come into the fucking last step, the last moment. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to hit my own. Dun, dun. Boom, 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 Fucking incredible chat, GBT. I mean, I mean, artificial intelligence is better than human beings. How strong was Arnold Schwarzenegger? We look back at the Oaks' short-lived powerlifting career. They're throwing subs at Arnold. I don't like that. Puerto Rico's first backpacking trail traverses El Yunque rainforest. We're going to talk about this, ladies and gentlemen. I am biased. There's probably stories that are more important. There's probably stories that are more captivating, that provide more value to whoever the fuck is listening to the Nothing Important podcast. But you have to understand one thing. This is the Nothing Important podcast. And I'm the host. And the host happens to be Puerto Rican. And we're the master race. I keep on trying to drill into your fucking head before it becomes consensus thought. Because I like to be right before everybody catches on. Puerto Rico's stunning new trail traverses a tropical rainforest. Some alliteration. And then you throw the word Puerto Rico in there. My dick is hard again. Just an hour east of the cobblestone streets and brightly colored Spanish colonial buildings of San Juan. A symphony. Of birds' calls and croaking coqui frogs' echoes along the first backpacking trail in a U.S. tropical rainforest. We are referring, ladies and gentlemen, to the El Yunque rainforest. I've never been to Puerto Rico, but I'm going to act like I have. Jesus Christ, there's amazing fucking 4K footage on YouTube. Go check it out. You'll feel like you're there in 10 years You will have some goggles on your head when the metaverse is up and popping. You won't be allowed to leave your home. That'll be the only way that you're able to have a vacation. So get used to it. Puerto Rico's new Nordeste Northeast Trail takes hikers from the coral reefs and bioluminescent lagoon of Fajardo to the highest peaks of the El Yunque National Forest. A 28,000 acre tropical rainforest known for its beauty and its biodiversity. Can I transition this into soft porn like the last story? I just pray I go out to Puerto Rico for my first time and I'm backpacking through El Junque and somebody hits me with a fucking uh, panazafan dart in my ass. And it's beautiful Amazonian women, the, the Tainos that have hidden from the Spaniards and now the U.S. colonizers. And they go and they take me to the village and they're ready to cannibalize me (laughs) until I tell them, no, I don't speak your language and I don't speak Spanish. I speak English, but I'm Puerto Rican. And then so they turn their energies away and we have a big Native American orgy. I pray that's what happens. Only 25 to 50 hikers a day will be allowed to experience the 40 mile, three to five day adventure. Holy shit. While the official route Is about 90% complete You can already hike it Oh my god They're throwing up Enter your email address To continue reading We're gonna hit the Fucking back button But I think that was enough Ladies and gentlemen Gives me a little bit of What are we talking about In the beginning of the podcast More synchronicity Throwback Thursday I like me a hiking trail I like me a hiking trail I'm very happy That Puerto Rico Has created A was it Fucking 40 mile hiking trail Three to five days Three to, I'm not doing all that. I'll do six hours and I'm turning fucking back. If no Amazonians come, no female, you know what I'm saying? Taino bitches come and want to orgy with me, I'm turning back to the resort. But all that being said, I have had experiences on amazing hikes in my life. I used to live in Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. And I remember one Christmas, me and my girl, hopefully she doesn't listen to this, out, this episode because I just talked about fucking Taino women. We went on a Christmas In 2000 and I wanna say 18, we went on a hike in the beautiful Santa Monica Mountains in uh, California, Southern California, in Solstice Canyon on Christmas day. It's a memory that is gorgeous. It's burned into my psyche. It's visual porn that you cannot capture with any camera. I don't care how Chinese the camera is. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care if the camera comes with an Asian guy kneeling impossibly low looking like he's about to do limbo on 42nd street i don't care how fucking chinese the camera is there's nothing that is going to capture what i saw with my own two eyes in southern california taking a hike in solstice canyon it was some of the most beautiful beautiful landscape it was some of the most beautiful visual porn i've ever seen in my goddamn life let's throw it back to another motherfucking thursday i went to hawaii I went to hawaii and i hiked the very famous nepali coast the nepali coast is actually rated one of the most dangerous hikes on earth and yes indeed it was and on top of me not really knowing how dangerous it was and biting off more than i could chew something i often do i was committed ladies and gentlemen i'm a new yorker i'm fucking arrogant Maybe I don't have the palate of a Dave Portnoy, and I can't tell you the best goddamn pizzas, but I could tell you when I'm going to make it through a motherfucking hike. And I made it. And it was extremely dangerous. And to throw some more fucking, you know, more factors onto my incredible legend, even though I'm not an athlete, but I like to think of myself as one, I did the hike in the rain. Holla at your boy. Also extremely beautiful. When the rain stopped, there was rainbows. That's something that's very strange about Hawaii. It's like... It, it it it's the same weather you would see in any tropical place. It's the same weather you would see in the East Coast of America. Uh, the difference is is the range of time that these weather shifts occur. It'll be like a two hour period of thunderstorm, and then four hours of blazing, burning sun, and followed by sixty degree weather, followed by seventy five degree weather. A rainbow will pop up eight different times of the fucking day. It's that. It, it's incredible. It's beautiful i i miss it a lot um but all those memories i'm gonna add on to that uh i'll say it, ladies and gentlemen this is a, a verbal affirmation this is manifestation 101 i'll set it here and it will happen i'm going to enjoy myself one day doing a very minimal <laughs> a minimal part of that long ass hike in el Yunque rainforest i'm going to enjoy the shit out of myself and I hope you join me. This is a motherfucking travel episode. Go to Puerto Rico. Don't go there to rape. Don't go there to the colonized. Go to L.U.K. Let the Amazonian women rape you. You know what I'm saying? All part of my goddamn fantasy. Does anybody get it? I hope you fucking do. I hope you fucking do. You know what I also hope? I hope you continue listening. And for anybody who's been a continual listener, I want to thank you sincerely. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.